0: Welcome to the Crane Reframe, a Frasier fan
1: podcast. I'm Ash and I'm Sarah and And we we are on the air. air.
0: We already said in our
1: intro that plays. And we're and back. And we're back. And this is the crane reframe. And, and it's a continuation of our little bulldog series. Arf, arf. <laughs> little Bulldog. he's a little guy. That does make sense. He, he, yeah, why he barks so loud. It's a little Napoleon. I
0: do like his bark, complex. especially early days when it's like. Hoo, hoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like should be so offensive to me as a feminist but
1: yeah like I hated him I think the first couple times I watched because obviously you're supposed to but I think like you kind of grow to love obviously he's like an ironic like you know it's yeah not you're just a like person. oh it's bulldog being bulldog yeah but if he's a real person I'd hate him yeah but as a character I love bulldog me too
0: it wouldn't be the same show
1: No, you need him to play off, which we kind of touched on last week. And you need someone like,
0: for like Roz to play off of and stuff, you know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah, like I think he's definitely a little kind of character match for Roz, not saying...
0: Yeah, 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 agreed. No, I'm not saying like, like their humor,
1: the way they bounce off each other, their crassness sometimes.
0: It's also like a good way to show how Roz like deals with stupid men. Not oh, that yeah. she doesn't have enough candidate. examples, but like
1: <laughs> in the romantic, she
0: doesn't have enough to go after in this show. But we hope you enjoyed part one.
1: I enjoyed it. It
0: seems like ages ago because I left on another trip for work between <laughs> You've been then going and now. On
1: trips on trips on trips.
0: I'm getting paid to fly places. That's
1: nice. It's like first class. First class on Southwest
0: Airlines. <laughs> Delayed for 5 hours due to a storm. I don't know what song I'm singing, but Anyways, come up with more hilarious. You looked about. at me like you were just like, give me anything I can
1: work with, actually. You're giving me nothing. I can remember like airport lingo and I it's like terminal. That sounds like a diagnosis. <laughs> terminal. Southwest flight attendant
0: Dude. peanuts. It's actually a
1: snack mix. <laughs> Key change. Just right. when you thought it couldn't get any better,
0: we brought you some more bullshit this Just <laughs> some bullshit for the Bulldog episodes. Well, we are able, we're available for hire for your, all your jingle needs.
1: Yeah, in case you want, like, just some stupid like,
0: Jingles! song, story.
1: Stupid and fun. A bit. If you need a bit, we're your bit. They makers. all
0: will sound like that, though. We only have one jingle. Yeah, so you can choose da, the theme, but it's
1: gonna be Sell me something. That's all we have copyrighted, so
0: <laughs> and it's on my Kermit the Frog Muppet Baby's Casio
1: keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> We already pre-recorded the instruments. <laughs> it's just re- set and ready to go. Set and ready. And we have a list of lyrics that are usable and we just reshape them.
0: Yeah. It's like those magnets
1: yeah. <laughs> where you can build a poem. The, the word <laughs> magnet. Yeah. We exclusively use word magnets. You know what? It's an underused creative tool to get your brain working. It's used to make a, a lot of poems on the fridge with those magnets. It was always that's what inspired me. I think that shaped me as a human, <laughs> made me very poetic.
0: <laughs> we should get like shirts with a sh- a thin magnet on it, and then like you put the magnets in whatever way. You so like your shirt magnet. is just like a. Thin- You just get stuck to shit all day or the magnets like fly off. Oh, I can tell you at
1: work, we have keys with magnets on them. And I have to say it's humbling when it connects (laughs) to something. So no, you don't want a magnet shirt. Like there's nothing, there's so much metal. Like anytime I'm like cashiering and I have a magnet and I just get stuck to the fucking (laughs) register or like now if I have it and I get stuck to a cart, I'm like, I cannot. Like everyone just witnessed me be attached. <laughs> Unwillingly. It's against like when my you're
0: consent. trying to leave a room in a hurry and you're like, you're strapped and
1: snagged on the doorknob and you're just like, mm, <laughs> yeah, like I have to like use my body and like yank myself off. <laughs>
0: yeet, yeet,
1: yeet, yourself off the. Register. All right. Let's just get into it. Well, I just wanted to give a quick AC update. That, oh, yeah. Because Ashley reminded me we mentioned my AC was broken last Dude, time. Dude, I've been
0: worried about her. I think I asked someone that. <laughs> like, lives with you that I saw, and I was like, Did you guys fix your AC? <laughs> like, is <laughs> Sarah okay? Your face right yeah.
1: <laughs> like, you're crying. Like, is my sister alive? <laughs> it was pretty bad. Honestly, those were dark times, but I think later that week it got fixed. And yeah. then I didn't realize how badly I needed the AC, but it turned on to me and my roommate. Like, I almost cried. I was <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <"Thank laughs> Fucking God. It's, it's like, like cold an oasis air. in the
0: desert. You're just like,
1: I feel it. I can feel it. I can just picture it. I can't up remember if bed. I, I think i mentioned it last week last time too the ac at work was also a little broken dude so anywhere i went it was humid (laughs) it was outside that specific store that you work at has been hot (laughs) sorry i forgot that you just said it
0: it's all right okay she works at target Target. (laughs) (laughs) she's a manager boss lady but yeah when I go shopping there lately, it's like hot. I'm like, what are we doing, guys?
1: Like, I don't like it's to shop hot. when it's hot. You want it to be cool in there. So like. Well, and what they were doing some of the days again, I'm so sorry if I said this last time, they were trying to save energy because some of the days were really hot and they they would make an announcement like, oh, it's one of the hottest days. Everyone's using their AC. So we're going to cut our AC back like 15 percent to save energy. Who's and I was energy, like, I'm literally, saving? I'm literally loading a trailer right now. Like I'm dragging pallets across the back room to load a fucking trailer. I do not need the AC <laughs> turned off. Like I was just sweating. I was like, I'm at work. Like I don't want to be sweating. Is the point? Like take care of your people. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, and it then was you're still at work, on, but it Then wasn't you go as outside,
0: good. it's hot and humid. Then you go home
1: and it's like a little oven. Yes. There was no peace, but I have AC again and it's been beautiful and I, so there is on peace. Lot, and I have a fan. And Ooh. I actually get cold sometimes. You put socks I get to on I bundle up. Yeah. And I get to get in my nice little covers. Bundle up? Bundle the fuck up. Man,
0: I can't even. I've
1: been sleeping better.
0: You know, over winter I was thinking like, remember this moment when I was all bundled <laughs> up. I was just like, really appreciate <laughs> this. Because in a couple months, you're not going to remember what this feels like to want to bundle up.
1: I know. And today it was kind of cloudy and i'm it's like, still hot it is hot it was like muggy out but you're wearing like a like, crop
0: tank top when i got you like
1: yeah i know but i mean like mentally i feel like we're turning a corner soon
0: it's not it's gonna be till november honey.
1: yeah
0: you got two and a half more months but
1: i mean we're like halfway through
0: yes we are halfway through this. we're almost back we're to halfway like through random hell.
1: raininess <laughs>
0: yes well thanks for the update i'm glad you are not dying in your house from heat stroke
1: yeah i'm alive okay everyone she's alive wondering she's alive. contrary to popular belief her skin
0: looks great her hair looks great
1: she looks great what more can i
0: i mean i have to look at her so i'm glad she looks good
1: (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to could just the eye is just drawn (laughs) (laughs) the eye is drawn thank you all right. I'm trying to make so, a specific segue, but I don't have one this week. You know
0: what is total shit? I keep saying shit as his quote. It's
1: like he doesn't. <laughs> he say literally shit. never once. Says it's a, total shit. He total shit. Um, <laughs> that's our
0: version. That's like, yeah, my life. I'm just quoting myself. Well, not my my when I stubbed my toe. is not tongue.
1: broken. And my mean, life is not
0: BS. Total BS.
1: What is he? <laughs> I
0: totally went blank. I'm like, he says something else. He's this like, stinks. This sucks. Yeah,
1: this stinks. This stinks. Which is like weird. This is total BS. Yeah. So my life does not stink anymore with AC and it's not total BS. So I think it's a good time for you to do your bulldog episode part two. Part two. I bet y'all cannot guess what episode I'm doing. I've given you all this leeway, this time two in weeks the to ponder this episode two, to try and figure it out. So here's your last chance. In case you didn't read the description, no one reads those. Don't read them. But don't. <laughs> it's <laughs> not like we spend time. We don't writing spend them. time writing them. Don't read I them. hope you
0: didn't. We forgot that you give away the episode <laughs> in the description. <laughs>
1: Well, whatever. You we came into this blind. <laughs> Going fresh. <laughs> Coming in fresh and hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not like your house, because you have easy <laughs> Dang, there it is. Um, I am covering season one, episode ten, oops. 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 oops.
0: We won't do that. Gong again. Noise. Gong. That'd be so cool. I'm gonna get Chris to put a gong noise in. So we could be like Bulldog. Everyone, this is enjoy this gong noise.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was amazing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not gonna forget. I edit these episodes, so.
1: Edit them good. Edit them good. <laughs> um, so, this aired November 18th, 1993, as you heard, it's season one. So, this is like our first, like, Bulldog centric episode. It I is. believe we, we've seen him before, but He's this around. is our first, like, Bulldog is kind of a It's early main days. Player. It's early days. The hair, the hair in the this. The hair season. is herring. The hair
0: be herring in this. Free Frazier has his hair? weird ass cut. His mullet. Yeah. Party in the probably back, probably like
1: the worst. Era going out of goes. business, and he is going out of business for sure. Niles is cute. He's, his his hairline's not receding quite yet. Oh my god, it's fluffy. His Niles hair is cute. super fluffy and cute. And he they all
0: look so young, but especially Niles. I just feel like he's wearing like his older brother's suit or something. Oh yeah, because
1: looked- they always the big suits were in, so they super always are like sitting in
0: them. Dude, there was like a whole like Zoot suit like trend happening in the nineties that I don't know why, but for like two years, <laughs> it, was it was cool just, to be swimming in your <laughs> suit. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, check out these shoulders. I that must have been so hard. You have to take a panoramic picture of me to get these shoulders <laughs> in the shot.
1: Yeah. Like, and then it's just a tiny head okay, and like then suit. a tiny little head. So this is like, this is early days, as you said. Mm-hmm. And the reason I picked this is because I think when we were first starting the podcast, I happened upon this episode when I started rewatching season 1 more cuz as we talked before I usually started season 3. Yeah, and-, and that was the one I used to skip. Now I love season 3. Oh, I love season 3. Look at us changing. I know. We're getting better. We are getting better. We've improved we're learning we're learning mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so i think after we had that discussion i was like you know what i should go back and like start watching like season 1 and 2 more because it also something fresh cuz i was watching frasier an insane amount and i think lately i actually don't watch frasier in this you know
0: what i've watched it less since doing this podcast it's kind of it's almost like i like yeah i almost like it because then it's like I watch it for the specific episodes we're doing, and then I like have focused more energy on it. Where before it was just like
1: it was just white mindless. noise, yeah, like comfort. He- and now it's easier to dive into the episodes i think because it's more fresh eyes and not like i've watched this 20 times this week already Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. plus i've watched new shows now so i feel like my brain is not kind of like it was it's a little much to just watch the same thing over and over that's a common coping mechanism for anxiety So to me i'm i'm hearing that you're doing better i'm doing better i am learning you're learning But my point was that I took forever to get to is this was, I was rewatching season one and I remember sitting here one night and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't remember this episode really. Like I've maybe watched it like just definitely 50% less than every other episode. (laughs) Still 30 times. (laughs) (laughs) Still probably a lot, but it feels like I haven't seen it. And there are so many details like caught that I was like, this happened in Frasier. And I feel like it adds depth. To the show character, so that is why I've chosen this, and now we can get into it. This is the episode where Fraser tries to avoid office gossip, but he ends up revealing a rumor that Bulldog might be fired. While Bulldog is nearby and overhears him, so Bulldog flies off the handle, tells off the station manager, and resigns, which leaves Fraser feeling guilty. Mm,
0: Frasier Guilt.
1: Frasier Guilt, the oh, classic
0: the moral dilemmas. Yet another Fraser. moral
1: dilemma. Okay. As if we haven't had enough of those. Yeah. That's all the show. That's why we love the show. It just should be moral dilemmas for of real. Fraser. Um, as per usual, we start off with Frasier and Niles in the Cafe Nervosa. A cafe beginning. A cafe beginning. Classic cafe. Classic cafe. Niles is talking about how Maris is doing cats. Okay, <laughs> the menopause which is just like a horrible image yeah uh, even though we don't even know what she looks like but whatever can i'm we're all imagining <laughs> probably ooh, not great not great not what you want to see Mm-mm. um but roz comes in with the wacky gang from the office as niles calls them okay when he says that i'm
0: like that has to be like a dig at the the dig from the writers at like the producers and, like, the network because I feel like they really wanted this to be, like, a workplace comedy. That's perfect for
1: what I was about to talk
0: about. Okay. And I just feel like they didn't want to do that. And That's a
1: great take. I didn't even think of that.
0: Yeah, and... I just feel like them, he being like, oh, the
1: wacky guys from the station or whatever. What does he say? Like the wacky gang from the office. Yeah. it is. Def- it does very much give that. And it's perfect to have Niles say that because he's so sarcastic mm-hmm. about it. And, and it's-, it's like, so like, oh, what you would expect in every show. Stereotypical.
0: Yeah. Yes. And so that's what, when he says that, I'm like, oh, I feel like that's like an inside, like we're not, we're making fun of that trope in television. Yeah.
1: Well, okay, so quick pin in that. I will return in like three seconds. Boop. Ouch. So the gang kind of files it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I just like registered and then I looked up at you, and your little like eyes. <laughs> like, Wasn't that funny? Um, so Teddy, who we have never seen and maybe never see again. This is the helicopter. No, this oh. is, his name is Teddy, who's apparently an engineer at the station oh, okay, and who yeah. happens to be black. He walks up and goes to say hi to Niles, and Niles goes, "My man." Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> clearly, like are a we racially, supposed to like, be like cringing at him? Yes, like, but like making fun of white people who do that? I think so because I think it plays into Niles' character of like he's just so like out of uh, he doesn't touch know how to some, be like, social, normal things. You know, he's so like high society. I could see him. Trying to be, like, normal and, like, cool. And especially because he's, like, probably meeting a black person for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Not really. Because I know later with Dr. Wendy, they have a whole talk where I think Niles gives him Fraser shit for that whole thing. But...
0: Yeah, that was so cringy, but I feel like we're supposed to like be like, oh, do you see everybody that's bad? Just see how we're all yeah, uncomfortable.
1: Like, like everyone. But I feel like the laugh is not very big on that. I think maybe it flew. It goes quickly. Like, well, like People are flies also over uncomfortable
0: back then. Like we are. I feel like we're way more. We're not 100% there yet,
1: yeah. but we are way more comfortable about talking about shit like this. But that was one of the things that when I was rewatching it, I was like, no fucking way, does Niles. say? That. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I did not remember this, and I don't even remember this don't character. go switch <laughs> everybody. Yeah, like so that was just an interesting like someone being like, "Oh, this is how I talk to somebody." <laughs> like, what? Just talk and like th- normal. And I think Poor Teddy is just like, "All right." I and, do like
0: that Teddy gives him like some look, right? Yeah. Like, okay, man. Like, yeah. You're dumb. So obviously
1: we're not like go Nihilus. And then Chopper Dave, who's this, maybe one of two times we ever see him in the show. Thank God, because his whole funny joke is he just talks really loud because he spends all the time in the helicopter under the
0: blades, <laughs> under the blades. <laughs> Which our brother, our older brother, was a. Uh, Helicopter pilot, and you know what? He talks normal. He talks normal. You know, what? I wish he would talk more. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> he's a pretty chill dude. He's a chill dude. He says it short and sweet. Short and sweet, just yeah, like him.
1: I think Chopper Dave. His whole thing is he talks loud, which is like, all right. But I think they probably put him in this episode and realized how quickly you get tired of that.
0: Just real, like imagine. Okay, and we saw live tapings. Imagine having to shoot that over and over with him yelling his lines. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, that probably would be way too much. Yeah. Anyways. But what I was going to say is, so Roz files in with Chopper Dave and Teddy, and then it's like Fraser, Wacky Eventually game. Bulldog. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, this is the only time like anyone from this, aside from like later you get like...
0: When they all come back
1: like, to the station later, when it closes. Later there's other p- characters that they change out instead, like but, Gil and... um. But it's not like this like um but they don't like all hang out intentionally yeah it's not like
0: i don't want to say entourage but it's not like this big cast of like yeah it's not the office most of the
1: time they're like we hear chopper dave all the time we hear his voice sometimes but we don't really see him ever And that's that's how they do it for most of them except for like They just ended up later they get other characters that they actually bring in. And first season is
0: literally just like throwing spaghetti at the wall kind of.
1: Yeah. So what I was going to say is to me, I was like, this is what the show could have been in a way. It's weird that they did this in this one episode where it it introduced these characters in such a way that it seemed like okay, like now we're going to see Teddy. He's an engineer at the station. We're going to see Chopper Dave. Like this, this is his core. They're coming to hang out altogether.
0: They're going to talk office gossip.
1: Yeah. And then that never happens. But now I like your input too, that potentially they wanted them to do that. And that's why they're like making a joke about it, but it <gasps> serves the. They interest. made the characters annoying and stupid. is Minus... <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least Not Teddy, Chopper Dave is fine. And he's, it's funny because Chopper Dave does get mentioned again. I literally, Teddy's just the most, like, I don't know what. He's just there. I think he was a spaghetti Wait, at the isn't he wall.
0: Bulldog's engineer? I feel like Bulldog feel has like a
1: couple. Maybe we do see him again. But I he doesn't have Bulldogs any speaking had a couple lines. different engineers, though. Yeah. Because I remember some other guy that's, like, a douchebag at one point.
0: Yeah, and then Gill's engineer. Oh, the Gil's ladies' man. So, yeah. He's quite the ladies' <laughs> man. <laughs>
1: So that was just one of the first interesting things to me is Niles' approach, and then the fact that, like, we almost had a show where they just had a gang from <laughs> the station. Gang. And they called it the office. And what fucking office is there? It's just the station. Then later they called the station.
0: Because Niles doesn't know.
1: That's true.
0: Niles only knows office.
1: You're right. That's a good point, too. His job
0: is beach.
1: <laughs> Again, Sorry. His <laughs> just... job is psychiatry. His job is his office so not long after this though niles leaves and he says i'm conducting a seminar for multiple personality disorder and it takes me forever to fill out the name tag so great I joke have to go. And that one is <laughs> so funny like that's such a like
0: i imagine when i heard that joke i immediately imagine me telling that joke to people <laughs> and getting accolades like that was good <laughs> Definitely one to reuse. Yeah. I'm going to save that one for later. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um, Roz sits down with them. She's like, okay, I have juicy news. It's super reliable. But she explains that it's like <laughs> one person told this person who told this person who told them and, then and they told me. And it's like, it's not really. It's telephone. It's yeah. not reliable. Which would be, You know, like you can't tell anyone I told you. Which yeah. Is like, <laughs> like, and also don't say anything. But she said the station is under budget and someone's getting fired. Now this might be concerning because now we've just met the wacky gang from the office. Who are we
0: going to lose? Yeah,
1: who are we going to lose from this newfound gang? Um, (laughs) I love everybody so much already. I'm already attached. I can't stand it. Um, Typical Frazier's on his high horse about like gossip is so bad. It's like, (laughs) You know it's unreliable. Moral, moral Frazier. fucking Fraser. Moral, fucking <laughs> flip flop Fraser over here. Flip flop Fraser.
0: We're still gonna make those flip flops. We really we can't flip flop on that flip flop idea. Cannot, cannot, cannot be
1: flopped. <laughs> um, and raz is like, if it wasn't for gossip, we wouldn't know any of the important things. Like this is the lifeline of the office, which I would a hundred percent agree. I think. At any you workplace, find out that's how scoop. you find shit out. You got to know what because they're are talking not telling
0: about. you. The people up above aren't telling you.
1: You got to find out from somebody who found out from somebody who found out from somebody. Sometimes at work, they even ask me if I've like heard anything from like other team members oh to my know, God. like, just to know, like, okay, what, what is, is the, the word on street? the square? Red scare? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean obviously, I don't have to say anything. They're just like, okay, like Target in case people scare. are worried about something. It's not like in a creepy way. I know. I'm joking. Because now that we've revealed where it works, it's not in a bad way, but it's like they know that people talk about things that they can't tell everybody what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like to check in and be like, okay, like, is Is there any crazy rumors? Is everyone good? But I mean, it's the truth. Like, everyone tries to figure it out. People ask me questions all the time about things. Ooh, you're not good with answering questions. No, but I also, I mean, I'm good at like confidentiality, but I don't know how to answer sometimes. And I'm like, you don't need to worry about it, but like...
0: the face she made was like shifty eyes like you know I, a lot of the time that. I
1: know things and I'm like well I can't tell you like other people deserve and their and then privacy. if you say that if it
0: was me hearing that response I'd be like well now I must know no and I'm
1: like the gossip part of me would love to be able to tell you but when you're in Girl. a position yeah like if I was a team member I would be telling everybody but like well, to a certain degree. If someone told me in confidence, You're like, look, I will, like, keep you know, your secret. But a lot of the time now, it's, like, people tell me these things or I find out. So, it's, like, I can't go, yeah, like, Yeah, because you're, like, a manager kind business. of. Yeah. So, like, sometimes like, someone who's, like, out for a while and everyone's, like, I hope he's okay. I'm, like. <laughs> you're, like, fuck that guy. <laughs> he's well, on vacation. <laughs> yeah. No, sometimes it's, like, I know what's going on. I'm, like, well, they're not okay, but they're okay. Like, don't worry about it. Like. Just personal stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's just hard sometimes. It's for like him to tell you. Yeah, exactly. That's what you say. It's that's, not my story to tell. That's what I decided on. But he is okay. Yeah. If you, you can always reach out. You can always reach out. Honestly, that's, great that's the answer for a lot of things. If you're worried, if you're wondering about someone, just ask them. Put those
0: answers in the pocket, in your back pocket. Put them in your back pocket. Put them in there.
1: I don't know what that means. Light a candle. Plant a
0: Yeah. Blow out the candle. Um, yeah, okay, so gossip. So gossip, she, I would sh- argue, is
1: the lifeline. She's correct. Yeah. yeah people gossip need it. To always know what's correct. going on. We're not
0: questioning anything about
1: But you do got to know it's not always reliable. It's not. So as long as you know that. Sprinkle a little salt on that. Just put a little salt. So mm-hmm. meanwhile, Bulldog comes in. So we see our beloved Bulldog, the center of attention for this episode. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um chopper dave continues talking and he's like well i think father mike is gonna get fired which is just so wild to me that they just have like a religious show
0: i know it's just
1: father mike <laughs> on the air
0: and that's like the only religious show just yeah, one like just religious little... one religion represented
1: that's true as too just the one dude mm. one religion makes you think
0: makes you think <laughs>
1: Um, And then Roz is like, no, he just got a bonus. Like the station loves him. They're not going to fire him. And then Bulldog is in the background. and He's shouting about how he misplaced his Sonic tickets. He's like, that stinks. This is total BS. You know, they're kind of noticing Bulldog's a little unhinged. Mm -hmm. So they're like, maybe it's Bulldog. You know, like I heard him go off on this person. And they start sharing their rumors about that. Because he's not really appropriate. Yeah, he's not super workplace friendly. Mm -mm. Um, And then... As Bulldog goes to leave, he ends up offering Dave the Sonic tickets. And Dave is like, well, why aren't you going? And he's like, the station manager wants to see me after work. And he just Mm. mentions that like, he's not worried about it. He's just like, well, can't go. Which is also now knowing Bulldog. Not personally, but through the show. Now
0: that I know Bull, I call him Bull because we're cool. I call him Dog. Are you cool with Bull? Why did I go for Bull? Are you cool with
1: Bull. (laughs) He cool dog now with that i know <laughs> him <laughs> um i can't i can't imagine just being like no giving up my plan someone wants to talk to me for 15 minutes sonic tickets <laughs> fuck no i would be like i can't or like how long like, like it's 15 oh, can't. minutes we'll
0: do it right now while they're
1: at the coffee shop yeah stop wasting time so they're just kind of look at each other. And then Fraser's like, well, I get dibs on his parking spot. which is a very heartfelt way to respond to someone getting fired.
0: Yeah. Moral Frasier. And it shows you his foot is now in the office gossip like door. Like, yeah, he's now participating, you know, like he's yeah. in the loop. He's like, I get a spot, <laughs> you know? Like- yeah.
1: No, he like he gives in after all his. You know Roz convinced him that maybe it's a little okay, yeah, and now he's in with the gang, yeah, the wacky gang, and also he wants a spot, so he'll he'll do it. I'll tell you, at my old job,
0: uh we would do a lot for a better parking spot, <laughs> really. Our walk to our office sucked so bad, yeah, that like give me a slice of pizza and a better parking spot, I probably would still be working there. <laughs> just joking
1: sometimes it is just that's all you need
0: they use food so much for bribery and like corporate world it's crazy yeah that's very true yeah anyways (laughs) i'm getting depressed
1: (laughs) thinking about the old days well i know in other episodes fraser has to park like down the street or like crazy shit so makes sense Mm -hmm. um so we cut to fraser being on his show he has this guy named Don on the car phone. This is Jay Leno, by the way. Is it really Jay <laughs> <Yeah>. Leno? <laughs> uh, of course,
0: he's on a car phone. Jay Leno loves his cars. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Oh, yes. He's I like very know well a known. <laughs> Jay
1: Leno. I know what he looks. He's like. He's got a What's big old chin. And okay, and he loves cars. Oh, that's all you need to know. Home. That's all you need two to know. Two facts. Two facts. What? How would you deduce me into two facts?
0: Oh man! Describe you in two facts. <laughs> um,
1: sweet and sleepy. <laughs> well, those are just two words. I want like a sticker that says <laughs> "Sweet and Sleepy." <laughs> I'm open like a, a business called oh, Sweet and yeah. Sleepy. Sweet and Sleepies. <laughs> it's like melatonin gummies. <laughs>
0: Ooh, that's sweet and sleepy. So true. Look
1: at that
0: my turn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that you chose like uh, an adjectives or adjectives instead of like things. He loves cars. I know. So I was like, those are just two <laughs> but those words. Are hard. Uh, no, because I was going to say you would like do anything for anyone and you make everybody laugh. Aww. Like, you're funny and you're very caring. That's very sweet. I am sweet and sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> true to my breath.
0: <laughs> a and little she, sweet and sleep she's over She's been and- on the verge of a yawn for like 10 minutes. I actually haven't felt that today. Really? I just, sometimes now I have to yawn. Yeah, sorry. I'm now really. I feel like I'm going to have to yawn. I say the word yawn and I have to yawn. That's you how empathetic my- I am.
1: You know, I read a study that is, <laughs> <laughs> is not it? about empathy. It's just if you breathe through your mouth more than your
0: nose. <laughs> Well, you know, I read a study on empathy, and if you yawn when someone else yawns, that means you have strong empathy.
1: Well, yeah, I mean I heard that first, but then I heard that there's like competing takes.
0: Okay. I said you were sweet and sleepy, not sweet, smart, and sleepy. So stop throwing research.
1: <laughs> Sorry, let me limit myself back to two adjectives. <laughs> like, stay. Within we are 2D your box. women. <laughs> okay. Beep boop. <laughs> All right, I don't know where <laughs> Jay Leno, so he's like the guest caller. Don, Don, love that you remember that. And he's that. having a and weight he- problem. Oh, you just have it ready to go. Don't I'm ready you? to go. <laughs> I'm even- getting you back on. You're taking it into your own hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's talking about losing weight, and we actually hear him at a drive-through, like while he's on the phone with Frazier. Okay, like, can I get your order? <laughs> yeah. God damn! It, now I'm yawning. <laughs> Okay, so they end up taking a break from recording. That was just a little tidbit about Jay Leno being here. It's irrelevant to the story. Let's bring him up again. <laughs> Jay Leno. Jay Leno gets, guys. Give a hand. <laughs> uh, so they take a break from recording, like Roz goes to payroll or whatever. And Fraser goes outside to the snack machine. Father Mike is there, and he's like, Hey, I heard these rumors. Like, I'm afraid I might be the one to be let go. My my numbers have been down and they're changing my time slot.
0: Ooh, not good signs
1: not great signs and frazier's like don't put stock in rumors once again acting like he's on his high horse but then and in the totally same breath stock says someone is being let go how the fuck do you know that how it sounds like some you know stock that? is in rumors He put some stock right back in it um but not it's not you it's bulldog Everything is said so definitively. Oh my God. Someone is being let go. It is not you. It is Bulldog. Yet what is don't your don't take stock in rumors. rumors. And he also says it as if it's all fact. What is moral Fraser being a hypocrite? Moral Fraser, A
0: hypocrite? A
1: hypocrite. What? <laughs> what is this? The plot of Frasier? <laughs> what is this? An episode of Frasier? <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> Um, and so once he says, you know, it is actually going to be Bulldog, Father Mike's like, oh, what a shame. Has anyone spoken for his space? <laughs> <laughs> Fraser's like, oh no, I have. God, everybody, I'm telling you. Yeah, it is the corporate ro- it world. Is. I gotta say sometimes when you're so like under. Paid, Underpaid or under, paid, under Appreciated. sometimes you gotta fight for what you can get that's why at it's a in there it is it's unfortunate everyone should have a seat at the table and a parking spot and a parking spot in the garage close to the door <laughs> in a shady spot um but I do have to say so father Mike obviously is not let go in this episode but later when Kate comes Costas- are you
0: about to spoil or learn this?
1: I felt like enough was revealed right now. I
0: know. I'm just joking. Everyone's seen every episode. As far as you know. If you're know, listening to this podcast, you've seen
1: everything. Every everything But maybe not this one. Stop yawning. I'm sorry you ruined me. I was fine before. <laughs> it's my sorry. fault. Of course. I was so sleepy, sweet, and sassy. <laughs>
0: For real.
1: I'm just going to keep adding I S words. I think I always have it. And smart. I've always gotten the S words because people always make plays on that with my name. Oh, Creative. Yeah, get a new bit. <laughs> maybe you should read get, a book. Maybe you should talk to these bit creators. <laughs> no one
0: uses that insult anymore. <laughs> read a book. It's because like they don't read books, so they can't be like yeah, yelling no one, at other no people one reads to books read books. <laughs>
1: I, like, read the room. That's my favorite. Oh, I love read the room. Which I have to say, I have seen people debate, you know, when you have, like, autism, you can't really read the room.
0: Okay, look. So
1: maybe just, as long as we're not, you know, I just make sure it's someone who should be able to read the room. (laughs) I just want to put that disclaimer. I understand not everyone. Are you saying my insults are ableist? (laughs) No, I just said it's the one I love using, but... There's nuance, you know.
0: Yeah, obviously, you probably you are so sweet that you wouldn't use that insult. No,
1: I'm about just somebody before encouraging this. I just want to say, make sure it's someone who should be able to read the room. Yeah, but you're, and not- then you can hold them accountable <laughs> for not reading it. <laughs> what, All right. The other one I love. <laughs> this is getting <laughs> too nuclear. My last one.
0: <laughs> too nuclear.
1: <laughs> I love pick a struggle. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. I love when it's like. I don't know, like... Someone complains like, about a bunch of shit? Like, you're racist and lazy. Pick a struggle. <laughs> God. can
0: only cope with one.
1: Maybe not ra- maybe racist. Like, don't pick that. But I mean, like... <laughs> do <the Sonic laughs> don't <guys>. don't <laughs> pick <laughs> But I'm saying, like, you have, like, two... Like, uh, pick one way to be annoying. You're mean to your mom
0: and you're lazy? Yeah. Pick a struggle. Yeah, there you go.
1: That's much better executed. <laughs> Let's bring this it was, back. Let's roll sorry. it back a little bit. You just went so extreme. <laughs> that's how my friends and I used to use it. Like, you're, you're five one and you're racist. <laughs> oh, that's a great, that's a good you one. You know, but then it's like, you're insulting. God, <laughs> <Sorry>. you're just... <laughs>
0: You're like crit- criticizing your insults to people like that's actually mean. <laughs> yeah, because it's an insult. It's not meant to be nice. Not
1: a nice insult. You're like,
0: but then you're like criticizing someone's height. Yeah, that was the <laughs> insult. You were
1: insulting his height. Like, maybe I should pick a struggle. Yeah, why don't you
0: just like stay in your lane? Like I said, sweet sleepy. You're not allowed to be sassy. <laughs>
1: I can't be both. You I can't. can't be all three. No.
0: All right. All right. We got through that. <laughs> okay, Let's see if we can get through this.
1: I'm adding sorry to my <laughs>
0: <laughs> You know what? <laughs> we'll interchange sorry and sleepy or sorry for being so sleepy all
1: the time. Sorry for being so sweet. <laughs> sorry for being sassy.
0: And sorry for being sleepy. There's a parenthesis sorry, in front of your descriptors.
1: I'm sorry, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've gotten the giggles out okay. to continue on. Yes. Um, Frazier's just had this talk with Father Mike. He walks back in unknowingly, just chilling. The door shuts behind him to reveal Bulldog. He's defeated. T- <laughs> he's just, tiny. He can hide places. you No, know, he's just tiny. He's defeated, just leaning against the wall he's like so I'm a goner huh <laughs> <laughs> which also is just such a funny bulldog moment to me because you rarely see him like that like dramatic so and dramatic um, and obviously Fraser's like taken aback and he's telling him like you know it's just a rumor like we don't know which is so stupid because he just said it like it's fact which shows you you know he's caught in the act of his, yep, of his silly moral humor. hypocrisy <laughs> His moral hypocrisy. Hip- hypocrisy. <laughs> hypocrisy. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. I told you my brain is not working
0: today. Um, I do that sometimes, guys. His I literally will just make up a word. I mean. And you, like, I sold it to you. <laughs> <laughs> you were just like, yes, his moral hypocrisy. And when you said it, I was like, that doesn't sound right
1: <laughs> When all. I said it, I also realized.
0: His moral hypocrisy. Hypocrisy.
1: I think I was, like, so confused that I was like, yeah. You're like,
0: she's <laughs> smart.
1: She has she's to know it. it. Um, but, yeah, she's t- he's talking about this, and then Bulldog just slams his head on the desk. Like three was, times, and, like, and like a toddler. Like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Don't while do slamming that. his head. <laughs> his head. Once again. You've already, like, he's introduced, desk. like, as very unhinged. And this is, like, his moment.
0: Imagine being an off, like, an employee and someone does that.
1: And you, like, accidentally revealed something to them and then they do it. It's like, you don't know how they're going to act towards you. Mm-mm, that's not So, cool. he's like, you know, the station manager wanted to see me after work. Like, he was going to fire me after everything I've done. Like, how dare they? I'll just quit first. And... <sighs> I would wait because then you get that severance. Come oh, on. a great point. Um, and Frazier's like, you know, maybe just like get the anger out, wait. And Bulldog goes and folds a mic in half. That's not cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wouldn't say it's cool, though. No. As somebody who is marrying somebody who loves sound engine, is loves sound shit and mm-hmm. gear, you know, when people do like mic drops? Every oh. engineer hates that.
1: Yeah, it's such a fucking waste of equipment. These, and for what? You don't even look cool. And then it's yeah. all the weird noise. And microphones
0: cost like thousands of dollars. Yeah. It's not cool. Anyways, continue. It's not cool. You know PSA. what? That's where I draw the line, bulldog. How That's where we dare drop the mic. You? <laughs> yes.
1: We don't do it. Don't Sorry, drop don't, the mic. We don't drop the mic. <laughs> so he breaks the microphone in half. And then he says he's off to war and he goes and runs out as like Roz is coming back and unbeknownst to her, like everything that has just gone on. And then he turns around and like turns Roz around in her chair and goes and kisses her which also I just forgot Assent. happened. It is assault. It's <laughs> called consent. And she's very obviously uncomfortable.
0: was And at this
1: time, I guess it was just like funny, but it is like kind of horrible. It
0: was the 90s. It
1: was the 90s. But yeah, he says he's off to war and like goes and kisses her and he's like, wait for me, as if it's like going to World War II or something. Oh
0: my gosh. And we find out later he has like a girlfriend of eight years at this point. That's a
1: great point. So also weird, weird. So, um, Roz is like, what is going on with him? And Frazier says, well, he's going to talk to Ned Miller, the station manager, because he found out he's going to get fired. Roz is like, who told you that? Frazier says, you told me that. <laughs> She's like, that was a rumor. And you were like, that was reliable. Yeah, and he and she's like, well, his meaning was to discuss him going national. Like, it was not about firing him. Damn. Like, don't you know anything the that goes on? on that
0: national deal?
1: I know for real, especially because later they talk about him wanting to be in a different market. Yep. Yeah. Like, so mm-hmm. would have been great for him. Um. So they're like, okay, let's try calling the secretaries to see if they can stop him from going yeah, in. Yeah, it's this huge panic that happens. I but remember. he's already gone in. Mm -hmm. and they're like okay well maybe it's not that bad like maybe Ned will explain before he has the chance to say anything for all we know like they might be having a good tough good laugh about this now (laughs) Um, and then they cut to Bulldog in the, a fisheye lens, just barking. Yeah. And they and don't just do that ever that again. again. No, This is another, like, this could have been what the show was. <laughs> and it's just not like, this episode is so weird to me because a lot of these things never happen again. It's just like, let's have fun with it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like from the point of view of Ned of like basically just a dog barking, but it's just Bulldog being mad. Mm-hmm. And then Bulldog comes back into the station and he's like. The booth. To the booth. Uh, And he busts back in he's like, I scorched him. I talked about how his wife hit on me at the Christmas party. He even tried swinging at me, but I ducked. So he just hit air. Like, (laughs) must have made this guy super fucking mad. Um, And... Eventually, Roz just like gives Frazier shit again, and she's like, "You know, the point of gossip is to talk behind someone's back, not not in front of them." So I can ha- hear
0: that delivery from her. <laughs> yeah. oh, so she's you so have good.
1: to do something, and Frazier's like, like "Well, problem. Ned is unstable, and he even tried to punch me when he hired me." So Jesus, just like, <laughs> I want to know what happened. Work? Can we explain that, please? There were I do call into question the amount of different station managers they have over the series. Like, like, that must be such an unstable work environment.
0: Well, doesn't, what's his face? Kenny, like, never unpacks, right?
1: Yeah, because all of them leave. It's so bizarre.
0: Yeah, and he's used to going around I wonder if that's true. Too. Any station managers out there, DM us yeah. on Instagram, at the crane reframe. I would love to know the insight. Is this a, like, high turnover job? Are you traveling to different stations, managing different things in Is different it?
1: markets? All right, continue. <laughs> So we go back to the apartment. Niles stops by with a very dead plant, like hilariously dead. It's black. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Martin answers. And Niles is like, oh, oh, this is Maris's. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) She was in the same room as it and it did this. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Um, And he's like, well, I think Daphne could nurse it back to health. You know, she's so caring. Oh, God. Uh, And... Martin says she's not there. So he's like, okay, that is about to leave. Like, he just doesn't care that Martin's there. <laughs> bye, bye dad. Martin's like, well, stay. Like, we can visit. We haven't talked. Niles says, like, oh, yeah, we could. Um, He goes and sits on the couch. There's just silence between them.
0: Oh, my gosh. Have you ever had a hangout like that?
1: I think so, yeah. Where you're just like just say anything. that's me a just lot of the time it's so awkward with people and i'm not good at like initiating i've
0: had situations like we're in a waiting room or something like that but like it's very rare i guess i'm so concerned you're very about at- the vibe that like i'll overcompensate i may be too much sometimes for people where they're like would she just let me be
1: yeah i can't imagine you being in a situation where you're like If someone was over at my
0: house, I would not be able to sit there and stare. No.
1: Well, you're just very entertaining. Like, you could come up with your own... And I always have music. Yeah, you have music. You just always
0: have music playing when anytime someone, like, lightly in the background, when anyone comes over to your house... And it puts them at ease. And, like, a mellow lighting, Mm -hmm. no harsh lighting, even if they're coming over to drop something off... It's just, like, it puts make everybody invited. at ease because, mm-hmm. like, there's no silence, and silence can make people uncomfortable. And that's why this scene makes me
1: uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm like, uh, this is, like, my worst I know. nightmare. Well, and it's still season one, so this is, like, Martin is barely—it's ten episodes. He's barely been living at Frasier's. That's so, so
0: true, too. Well, like, they're, like,
1: just building their relationship. It is indicative of this early whole, days. Like, it's early days <clears> of— <throat> Niles really just kind of has having a crush on Daphne, which is inappropriate because he's married. But mm-hmm. um, especially since he's acting on it,
0: and he's literally bringing his current wife's plant for his secret crush to bring back to life. Yeah, very. Which is kind of a metaphor.
1: Yeah. Well, one relationship when, is dead, and well, one. Well, the interesting thing is, even when Martin is like, "Well, what did Maris do to it to get it like this?" and he was like, "She just loved it." <laughs> Which I think is like funny because he says she just loved it. So it's like, did she water it? (laughs) Like, did she actually take care of it or did she just quote unquote love it? You
0: can't just say you love something and not nurture it. Love is an action, everybody. So that
1: makes me, I was like, huh, that is very interesting. And what you said of Niles literally taking the remains of what could also be like his heart. Yeah. That is not getting, that is being neglected, but maybe told that it's loved. Yeah. To someone who's actually loving and caring. <gasps> wow, that was deep. Yeah. We, did we just that solved that
0: problem together. They, they definitely did that on mm-hmm. purpose. Mm-hmm. We just high-fived, guys. We just high-fived in case yeah. you weren't sure. This is an audible platform, but <laughs> if you were here within the room, you, you would have seen a really cute high-five
1: with fingers. Yeah. <laughs> so there's silence between them. Awkward. Awkward. Um, Niles is like, how are you? i oh, sorry. I think it's Martin first. Martin goes first. He's like, how are you? Niles says, fine. Niles is like, how are you? Martin says, fine. There's a beat. And Niles just goes, she's fine. <laughs> like, as if he asked about Paris.
0: <laughs> He's but, just ready to go
1: with an answer. Yeah, like, they're not really, they don't know what else to do. He's just ready to say something. And then it's also funny because he realizes, A, Martin didn't ask. And B, Martin didn't care to ask about Paris. <laughs> so that just makes it more awkward. And yes. then, Niles like breathes and looks up like he's about to say something and then just stops. <laughs> <laughs> and then Martin picks up a pickle jar next time. He's like, pickle? That was really funny. And Niles is like, no. Always say yes to a pickle. <laughs> yeah. At least he's offering Are you food. a pickle friend? I'm a pickle friend. That hurts me that that's like a name phrase that you say. A pickle friend. Yeah, it's the person that'll eat the pickle off your plate oh i'm not a pickle friend no i need pickle friends i'll be your pickle friend thank you cool awesome all right Uh, (laughs) um anyways martin's like okay if you just came to see daphne it's okay like you can go um and niles is like how could you say that i'm offended i'm so insulted i'm so upset now i have to leave then he goes to leave and daphne comes back in and she's like, would you like to stay for dinner? He's like, I'd love to. Oh my God. Niles. So he just is like looking for an out to not be around his dad. But poor Martin. Poor Martin indeed. But I mean, they contribute both. They're both part that. of the problem. Um. So anyways, Fraser comes home and Martin's like, hey, what happened to Bulldog? Like Father Mike was filling in for him. It was pretty weird. And... Fraser tells him Bulldog resigned, and Daphne, with her psychic powers, is like, I'm picking up on something. You're shrouded in an aura of guilt. Um,
0: do the accent.
1: <laughs> and then Niles is like, Daphne, that's fantastic. Do me, do me. Another, <laughs> do me, do me. Another euphemism from Niles. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, You don't actually think you're responsible for Bulldog losing his job. And he explains what happened and how he... I love that, again, early seasons, her
0: psychic abilities are...
1: So this is another one for me where I'm like, this could have been a peek into what the show might have been.
0: Yeah, just like every couple episodes, she has like a vision that is accurate. in
1: season one, they brought it up a lot.
0: And they roast her for her vision and like roll their eyes. But I'm sorry, but it's
1: always right. Yeah. So I believe in her powers. I believe it too. I think it's meant to be like real. Um. And they're explaining what happened and like how he should do something. Um, and Frazier's like, well, Ned is like the most heartless, mean-spirited man I've ever met. Daphne goes and he cheats on his wife. Like oh, she just yeah. also knows that Aww. from her psychic visions. Yep. And she goes like, I'm on a roll today or something. Yeah, I'm on one today. I'm on it today. <laughs> um. And so then they hear Eddie at the door and they're like, Eddie, like, what are you scratching at? No one's there. And he opens the door and it's just Bulldogs standing there. <laughs>
0: Oh Imagine opening your
1: door. There's just someone there. Scary. Uh, Frasier's like, "Why are you just standing there?" And he says, "I don't know. I was trying to decide whether or not I should bother you. See, my life is kind of over, but you got company, so I should go. <laughs> Why would you do all that? Go all the way
0: there and He's then like, just be like holding bye. a bag, like." <laughs> He's so he's just got like down. a stick with a
1: sack tied at the end of it. <laughs> it's like a little dirty. He's actually wet <laughs> in Ew, real cuz it's the real raining. Episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, he's just been wet. He's wandering around. They bring him in. He's like, "Hey, my girlfriend threw me out." Yeah, what? what? You have a girlfriend? And then he says it's for 8, eight years. years. So, he says that She's been with him for eight years and she was actually, it turns out she's only with him since he was on the radio. So she threw him out just for losing his job, which is tragic to have been with someone for eight years. And just because you, when you lose your job and need them most, they're like, uh...
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, no. but eight years, it's more than just, like, their job, I think, but... That's what
1: I think, too, but that, I guess, just shows how superficial his life yeah, is. Yeah, and what does he want to sleep at the Y or some shit? Well, and he says, like, we had eight years together, and I loved her. Even when I was tomcatting around, I loved her. <laughs> so, it kind of, like, defends... Not defends, but, like, explains, explains earlier him. how he's, like, kissing Roz and how his behavior is. is like, obviously, he cheats on her. Yeah. But I was just... Another reason... That I'm drawn to this episode is I was I was jaw dropped. I was yeah, like what is this backstory with this woman? Like eight years is enough to do some
0: damage.
1: Yeah, and, and then it, to see him in the rest of the show I was like so I first before he said he was tomcatting around I was like are you telling me that he actually had a girlfriend for 8 years and maybe this is like his origin story? Ooh. But I mean, I guess he was tomcatting, but maybe he
0: was more They didn't bring a lot of attention to that. They, I mean, he says it and then they just kind of move on, but I'm like that's a big deal. And yeah. then to be dramatically thrown out on the day you lost your job.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I think, like, maybe that's why he's even more promiscuous throughout the season. He's not in a relationship anymore, but True. It's, uh... That
0: was really interesting, though. I was like, eight hey, years, Jesus.
1: Yeah, for real. Um, and then Martin offers him a pickle. Does he take <laughs> the yeah, pickle? Yeah, he, he takes the pickle. See, he's the pickle friend. He actually eats it, and when it cuts back to him after he eats it, the pickle's bigger than when he grabbed it. So <laughs> it was like a little goof. Bulldog's pickle got bigger. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> um and not martin's like they're all trying to cheer him up martin's like hey if you weren't on the radio i wouldn't have a radio they didn't bring attention to this but we're just ignoring the fact that his son has a radio show and he's like bulldog if you weren't on the radio (laughs) i I wouldn't own
0: one this is again like they don't have a relationship yet like it's just father-son wise but there wasn't even a cut to fraser to show it like Like his broken heart
1: Or like an eye roll or anything. It was I was like, what? That would have been a great opportunity. It See, you should be a
0: television director.
1: I I should. I missed. I yeah yeah. But you know, Bulldog's like that's so kind of you to say. Like now I know why your son's such a great guy. And Just oh, that's dig the, the part the knife. I love.
0: Martin's look to Fraser right there, like what the fuck? You better help this guy. He thinks you're great. Like that look yeah. he gives Fraser, like.
1: Bro. Bro. <laughs> and so Bulldog's like, all right, I've taken enough of your time. Like, the good room's at the Y fill up early, so I gotta go. <laughs> and, you know, there's this moment, they're all looking at each other, and just like, Bulldog, wait, here's a 20. <laughs> Like, that's all you're gonna do is give him $20 what it's oh like God, a you're room. so effing rich too for real um he's like alright okay spend the night um bulldog asks to use a shower um and he goes and then Martin and Daphne just side eye Fraser at the same time mm, shame and he's shame. like shame. Well, I'm not responsible for bulldog popping off to the station manager and then Eddie starts side eyeing him Oh, uh, <laughs> the dog starts looking at him yeah he's like alright I'll go down and talk to him so he goes to see Ned, who's played by Emmy winner John Glover. Oh, yeah. He's a good character actor. Yeah. Um, and obviously now we've talked up how unstable this man is. So you kind of need to, like, you're live on, up to that. Yeah, you're a little on edge going into the scene with this yeah. guy. Like, how's this going to turn out? So he knocks. He's like, hey, like, the secretary wasn't here. So, you know, I'm just knocking. He's like, oh, yeah, I fired her. She's starting to tick me off. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, what like, in a firing fu- mode. Yeah, so that's great. Um, and he's currently trying to hang up a painting on the wall. So Fraser goes and like offers to help, but then he's like, "Well, your big head's in the way."
0: <laughs> I would be afraid he's gonna hammer my hand.
1: That's a good point. But he was just like standing back, trying to see if it's straight, which is weird because like nothing was like it wasn't going to be affixed to the wall. Yeah. So I don't know. But there's that, and then eventually he sees Fraser struggling to get his head out of the way. He's like, "All right, never mind." So Fraser puts down the painting. <laughs> I love how they always reference Fraser's big head. you think you're so smart you got a big head big old head um frazier puts on the painting and there's just like a hole in the wall and he's like oh what is what's this um and he explains like oh well he took like my golden mic award and just like he bulldog yeah yeah, he hit the wall with it and he was like, "Dang, like okay, like this the holes from that." Then he's like, "Oh no, that just chipped the paint. That was from what I did t- with his head."
0: Oh shit! So and he, like, Bulldog tried to explain it like he took a swing at me, and I oh, and got I got it.
1: And he's like, "No, I shoved his head into a wall." Okay, that's, that's normal like business behavior. <laughs> yes. Jesus. So. Questionable. And now you know he's just throwing heads into walls. <laughs> and already mentioned your head. So looks like a big old head. Looks like it'll be a big old hole. A <laughs> big old hole. So Fraser starts talking about it like, hey, I heard what happened. Um and the guy is like, Do you want to hear what he said? I tape everything in this office. More creep behavior. That's
0: super creepy.
1: More like unhinged.
0: Especially in like that year. It's not like it's 2023 where you kind of anticipate like. Cams and recorders and, and yeah, shit. Yeah, it must have
1: been really weird then. Yeah.
0: A whole tape has to like rewind and make a noise <laughs> to
1: <record laughs> True. And it's like not that common.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, creep, um, creep.
1: So, Fraser again, is, like, trying to explain what he's heard, and Ned is like, he told me I'm a drunk, incompetent at my job, and that my wife is a big, fat slut. <gasps> again, what the fuck? Not something we usually hear in the show.
0: First off, even in the 90s, a big, fat slut is just so intense. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm like, I can't believe, like, they allowed that. It is Fraze. pretty shocking. Stop it. Sorry. <gasps> so shocking as you so yawn. Shocking.
1: I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleepy. Um yeah. Fraser's response though to Big Fat Slut is like, that's indefensible. Your wife is not overweight. <laughs> just completely glosses over the slut part of it and just says, like, oh, she's not big and fat. But she but is a she is, slut. She is a slut. That's Frazier for you. Mm, morals. It's fucking hypocrisy, Fraser. <laughs> Hypocrism. <laughs> Hypocrism, Fraser. <laughs> Um, And he's like, hey, like, if you could just give Bulldog his job back, you know, like, I told him this rumor. That's my fault. I'll take the consequences. He's the station manager. Ned is like, you know what? He meant a lot in numbers. We do need him. If you can get him to kiss my ass, maybe we can work something out. Again, stand up guy. He's like. I'll I bet ignore. you this is the type of guy that would literally want
0: him to kiss his ass. Yeah, like probably that like, bad. Like get on your knees and kiss my ass. Like
1: ignoring that we just had a brawl in my office mm-hmm. today. Now beg just, like, beg me for your job back. If he just apologizes and begs, it's fine. We'll we'll ignore that. So, but if we do that, we do need to let someone else go. Fraser's like, "Father Mike?" <laughs> Just throw the religious uh, But man. He's like, he's like asking, like, he's worried, like, oh no, not Father Mike. But it's also oh, like. Okay. Like he, that was the first person he thought of But that is though. still the first person. He throws out more insane, like random. I love when they just come up with random names like the, of shows. Yeah. And like the,
0: yeah, I know exactly. Like the cheesy
1: radio names and shit. Like Chopper Dave,
0: you know, like yeah, that kind of shit.
1: Like that stuff. And he's just guessing everyone but him. And then it's it like, becomes obvious it would be him. I mean, he already said he would take the consequences. So, how badly do you want to? Yeah, are you gonna really take the
0: consequences,
1: Um, Mr. Moral High Ground, Mr. Mr. Moral High Ground? And so Ned is like, "Hey, look, Frazier, Like, I've been in this business a long time. People get fired, but they always get back on their feet. Do you want to get a drink now? Because I guess earlier he like didn't take a drink when he got in his office. So
0: he's like trying to be his friend, like." Thanks but for it's also the like a little assholely. Oh, way it's he says totally it. like, uh, <laughs> like. You demeaning. sure you don't want to drink?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like I just fired. It's you.
0: Patronizing. Yeah, he super 100% patronizing. Hundred percent says
1: it in a patronizing way, and so Fraser's just kind of looking down and goes to get a drink. Ned picks up a call. He takes the call like, okay, uh huh, uh huh, okay, thanks. Um, and then he goes and takes the alcohol from Fraser and pours his own drink. And he's like, bad news. You could say that. I've just been fired. Boom. Boom. Ned is the one that
0: got fired
1: by yeah. the higher ups. And Fraser's like, well, so my job must be safe then. And he's like, yeah, I guess so. And Fraser goes, well, you know, Ned, haven't been in the radio game that long, but I've been long enough to know <laughs> that they always get back on their feet. Oh, my God. So passive. But he Aggressive. also says, Every exit is but an entrance to somewhere else. <laughs> somewhere else. And that just goes, God, I wish I fired you when I had the chance. Just <laughs> again, Fraser's annoying. That's the synopsis. He loves to rub everyone's nose in it. Yeah. Is that the end? Well, the end credits is just... Bulldog upside down in his booth doing a show because earlier he mentioned that he was practicing to do that, so Aww. he just ends up getting to do a show and he's doing it upside down
0: like on his head, or was he like, like- he's hanging from the ceiling?
1: Oh my god, so dorky!
0: So, what's your takeaway from Bulldog from this?
1: I think we see a more vulnerable side of him, but it still doesn't feel real. It's still definitely like a oh, pity me. which. I will say this is something that he employs later too, like with being the pizza guy with like, Oh yeah. I mean, and he always ends up being down on his luck. pulled dog. <laughs> Anyone who acts
0: like him is someone that overcompensates because they're insecure. Yeah. So when someone's insecure, they're going to use, they're going to manipulate situations to get people to see them in a certain way in a certain light. So if he's, lost his job instead of like taking the hit and being accountable for why he lost his job. He needs, he still needs affirmation and like love, you know, for lack of a better word from those around him. So he makes himself to be a little pathetic, but the Mm -hmm. second, the second he gets a little like, glimmer of attention in the positive way or like something goes his way in his life. He's the first one to be like, F you suckers. Like this is all about (laughs) me. Cause even the episode I did last week, there was, he was vulnerable because he was a scared person and mm-hmm. he thought a gun was going to be brought out on him. Yeah. And so that's him being vulnerable. And he took, but advantage he's also a else. coward and like used somebody else for his own protection. Mm-hmm. But the second he got like accolades, he was just like full steam ahead.
1: No, that's a hundred percent true because I think like he even says, like, oh, it's like, my stupid temper. But it's still, like, that's sounding like it's not in your control, you know? It's, it's like, all God, very only selfish. it wasn't like this. Yeah. It's not, like, I, I know I need to, better. Yeah, like, I need to work on that. I should have waited. I shouldn't have, like, I don't know what that conversation's going to be. And mm-hmm. obviously, even if you were getting fired, that's burning a bridge, mm-hmm. hypothetically. I'm honestly shocked that they were, like, ah, oh, just make him kiss my ass. That's yeah, it. that's Interesting crazy. world. But obviously, the guy himself is a dick, so who knows? Just a lot of
0: assholes hanging out with assholes in the office.
1: I do like Bulldog, and I think those vulnerable moments made me even feel for him. I think later. In the series, we get some actual he vulnerability. Gets more from him. well-rounded as a character, for sure. But I think these two episodes we did—it's definitely him. Like he doesn't know how to show up for himself. He just is like, "Well, fuck! Like my life's done." Yes, yeah, so it's dramatic. He's literally either I'm low, low, or I'm high, high.
0: Ooh, maybe he's bipolar,
1: or an Aries. Or an Aries. I was oh my say, God, he has such to be a fire sign. But I couldn't. Sorry for anyone who doesn't know a lot about astrology. Want oh, think
0: we're stupid, but it's um, accurate. Um, but he's obviously he's a
1: fire sign. I was just trying to think. I feel like Sagittarius is more. No, Sagittarius is too open-minded. Yeah, for him. and more like Leo. I could see too because it's like kinda,
0: they love attention. But I
1: think Aries is the first zodiac sign, so a lot of the times it's more like individual, childlike,
0: and the whole hitting your head. Well, they're the baby of the zodiac, yeah. So and it's the ram. Yep, and he's ramming his head on the desk. See, yeah. you guys, we're so
1: accurate. I just it gives Aries to me.
0: Total Aries. Um, I also just think very. Passionate. These are two episodes that like show kind of the hallmarks, mm-hmm. like the cliff notes of his personality and his character. Of he's a wannabe ladies' man. Mm-hmm. Um, he's selfish he's um hot-headed obviously he's dramatic he leans into being pathetic for pity mm-hmm. um and he's also has like some charming aspects to him that kind of keep him afloat so he's not a total loser yeah um and the whole fact about his a girlfriend of eight years and how much he really loved her like what
1: yeah so now you know that piece of information about him and like so, i think that it is like not the most like genuine sadness from him like it's not really a genuine like hey i need help like it's kind of it's I think not it's, really hey, accountable or anything it is like i need pity i think and he went there someone to him. get
0: help but he can't ask but for But he it can't help.
1: ask for it. So I, it's like in him, but it's just his approach. But I do think that this softens him still for the audience because up to this point, we've seen him as just being unstable. Mm-hmm. And, and even kind of earlier joke. in the episode, the reason they think he's going to get fired is because he's like yelling at people. He's like crass. He harasses people. And And he kisses
0: people without consent. And
1: we even talked about when we first were watching the show, we were like, fuck Bulldog. Mm -hmm. And obviously, if you knew him in real life, you probably would still say fuck Bulldog. But
0: as a character. As a character,
1: I think this is something that's like, oh, shit, he has feelings. So Mm -hmm. it's like you might think, oh, well, it's his temper that got him there. You
0: know what? And I also think the fact that like Martin loves his show so much and... It the, makes you respect, and him. the fact that there's this even this whole storyline of Bulldog, yeah, that takes up a whole episode where Fraser helps him get his job back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it also clues into viewers like, hey, this is going to be a character, is the main player, yeah. Because right aside from the f- the five, you have Bulldog is the six. So yeah, like, that's if you true. do the top six, he's, of the he's cast, in some of those
1: promo pictures. I you know? know he
0: is. So. Yeah, I mean, it's a good character. So we've done a Raz.
1: Yeah, we theme. did a deep dive on Raz. And we did a deep dive on Bulldog, and both of those were like such great themes. Yeah, separately,
0: and totally good
1: themes. Trying to think of what to do next. I just mm-hmm. wonder how we could can combine we combine such great themes? Both themes together? You think we can maybe do both? Hmm. Well, that was a
0: really good episode. <laughs> um, you did a really good breakdown on that. Thank you. I appreciate
1: it. Um, I hope you get some sleep I'll. in your nice cool bedroom. I will. Okay. I hope you get cozy as best you can in these hot summer days.
0: Ooh, yeah. That's I'm not gonna get cozy, but
1: <laughs> I'll sleep well.
0: I have a nice pillow. <laughs> All you need when you're my age, a good pillow goes a long way, my friend. <laughs> With that life advice, we're wishing
1: you a good day
0: and good mental health. Bye, adios. Ciao, au
1: revoir. Avida, <laughs> Zane. You're no longer in the doghouse. <laughs>
0: The Crane Reframe, a Fraser Fan Podcast, is brought to you by Another Mister Productions and is hosted by Ash Baker and Sarah Hale. Executive producers Ash Baker, Sarah Hale, and Chris Sakura. Produced and recorded by Chris Sakura at Voyager Studios. Edited by Ash Baker, Sarah Hale, and Chris Sakura. Intro theme is Midnight Walker by Wendy Marchoni. Outro theme is Hanzo by Martin Landstrom.